eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. An inside black and gold mock draft 3.0 edition. If you haven't subscribed yet, hit the subscribe button, please. And thank you. If you haven't left a review and a rating, you could do that too. I really appreciate it. If you're listening to this podcast and saying, man, I like this podcast, then why haven't you left a rating or a review? Are you lying? Anyway. All right. This is the mock draft. We're going to start with Steve's. We're going to start with Steve-O 3.0. Steve-O 3.0. And so I'm going to flash this mock up on the screen here. And, I felt uh, a lot better after this one than, I, than my my two point oh. Well, 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 we'll hold judgment. Okay, you know, and we'll 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 make that decision. No surprise, it's QB heavy. I think most mocks are going to be that way, obviously, and I think the NFL draft is going to go QB heavy early. Yeah, this is interesting. So yeah, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud at the top. That's kind of universal. Everyone thinks it's going to be the same way, unless there's a trade of some kind. I think you're correct in that one two. Maybe you flip C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. That's what I would do if I was the Panthers, but people seem to love Bryce Young, so I'm not going to argue it. The, the other interesting question is the third pick. You know, I've seen Tyree Wilson. I've seen Christian Alexander. No, Christian Gonzalez, not Christian Alexander. And so in this one, Devin Witherspoon is the guy. You don't see a lot of Oregon. I'm sorry, you don't see a lot of Illinois def- hmm. like players going that high in the draft, but uh, that's who we got here. Yeah, that uh, was definitely one of those shocker early. I was like, really? They? Uh, I'm not sure where some of the other mocks have been, but I, I don't really think I've seen Witherspoon up that high. Yeah, Anthony Richardson to the Colts. Then Jalen Carter does not drop in this draft. That's going to be an interesting one to watch. We talked about that last time. Will Anderson, Will Levis, Quentin Johnson. There's Tyree Wilson going to the Bears at number nine. The Eagles get more eagerly with Jackson hmm. Smith and Jigbo, a high state wide receiver. And then uh, Peter Skaronsky is number 11. The Zach Street favorite. Yes, he won't be calling me out on this an, uh, PFF mock draft. Nope. So then you got, we'll just go through them all. At least the first round. And we'll skip around. Sure. So number 12, Dalton Kincaid, tight end out of Utah. Number 13, Kalaja Kansi, defensive interior out of Pitt. Who I feel has been rising more and more, at least yes, in mocks. Yeah, he's been climbing and he's just an elite athlete. A little small. Arms are a little short, but the speed at, at the interior. And it's like you look at Pitt, you look at a guy like Aaron Donald. And you can see some similarities there in the sense that he's kind of an undersized defensive tackle, but he's a game wrecker. And I think that's what you're hoping to kind of re- replicate if, if you're going after him. Christian Gonzalez, the guy we just mentioned, going to the Patriots at 14. 
Lucas Van Ness, edge rusher out of Iowa at 15. Paris Johnson Jr., tackle out of Ohio State. Deontay Banks, cornerback out of Maryland, going to the Steelers at 17. Then Joey Porter Jr., offensive tackle Darnell Wright, going to the Bucks at 19. That's the player that visited the Saints. It's, it's funny that this draft ended up taking, obviously, a corner for the Lions, who just dealt uh, Jeffrey Akuda away. So that's, that's yeah, interesting. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, Brian Branch, safety out of Alabama, going to the Seahawks at number 20. 21 is forfeited, obviously, but then you got Brian Brzee going to the Chargers. That one hurt. Yeah. He, he's a guy who, you know, he's been very consistent in that he's always in the first round. Yeah. He's always kind of fluctuating between like 15 and 22, but he never gets to the Saints at 29 in any of these mocks. Now we're getting into Saints territory here. The Ravens take Nolan Smith, the edge rusher out of Georgia at 22. Miles Murphy is another player the Saints had in for a top 30 visit, going to the Vikings edge rusher at number 23. Georgia tackle Broderick Jones, the Jaguars. Then Zay Flowers, wide receiver out of Boston College, going to the Giants at 25. And he's a guy who's really interesting. I think uh, Mike Detelier on Sports Talk yesterday said he had two receivers with a first-round grade, and one of them was Zay Flowers. The other one was Jackson Smith and Jigba. And it's interesting to me because, you know, Jordan Addison, Quentin Quentin uh, Nelson? Not Quentin Nelson. Johnson? What is his name? Different <laughs> TCU. Quentin Johnson. Yeah, I was right. Yeah, and so in this, this mock draft, they have him going to number eight. Mike Dillia does not have him as a first round <laughs> wide receiver. So it's just interesting. You know, there's there's a lot of variability here. Uh Zay Flowers, then Bijan Robinson. Thank see, goodness, did me a favor. You don't have to you don't have to debate that in your head anymore going to the Cowboys number 26. It's interesting because they obviously just got rid of Zeke, Zeke Elliott. And so he's going to be that replacement alongside Tony Pollard. Who was man, um, Tony Pollard for me was a uh, fantasy beast last yes, year. He was very good. He was fantasy beast for a lot of people. <laughs> Will McDonald, edge rusher going to the Bills number 27. Then Mozzie Smith, another defensive tackle going to the Bengals, a pick before the Saints. And so, Steve, why don't you explain your pick here? Yeah, on, on the board, it was kind of, you know, going through some options and with the top, you know, interior guy on the offensive line available, I want to protect Carr for the future and bringing that hometown boy back. You know, Cyrus Torrance, Baton Rouge uh, native, went to um, ULL with uh, Billy Napier, and then followed him to Florida, uh, transferred over there, and just big body, molar type, I think will be fantastic in the run game for this team and just a position of need along that O-line that uh, was too good to pass up. I, like I said, I wanted to, to get some protection for Derek Carr, and with those injuries we saw last year, I just, you know, the that position is a glaring need along with the defensive line for me, and they're still in this draft. No doubt. And yeah, and he was my pick in the last mock draft. He's not my pick in this one. We, we did a little swap. You got Bijan, maybe. A little bit. A little swappy swap. <laughs> little, little, little swappy swap here. But yeah, Osiris Torrance, I mean, it's a, it's a good pick. If the Saints land in, in uh, if the Saints land him in the draft in the first round, I will not be disappointed. I will say that, you know, as you look at him, the Saints kind of are a prototype drafting team. Yeah. They look at certain metrics, and I don't know if he fills that out the way that you might want him to. And like the Saints will go away from that. They don't necessarily, it's not like, oh, he doesn't have this measurable, he doesn't have this measurable, so you won't draft him. But they have to have a good reason. And I'm that's that's the question. I'm not saying they won't, but I think that's something that's working against Osiris in that spot. And we'll we'll have to see. But I I, I like the pick. The last two in the first round for y'all for your mock draft was Michael Mayer, the tight end out of Notre Dame, who's dropping a little bit. You know, I think he's he's losing some steam here in the in the pre-draft process. And then Anton Harrison, offensive tackle out of Oklahoma. Yeah, I think I've mentioned to you before, even Mayer's a guy for the Saints I've seen pop up on some of the mock drafts. And uh, we've we've said that too for a while, that while tight end 
is in need of a position for this group, first round just doesn't feel right. No, I agree with that. So yeah, we're getting into the second round. BJ Ojolari goes number 34. We're not going to list every pick in the next couple rounds because we don't have that many hours in the day. But, you know, <laughs> one of your picks from the last mock draft, Josh Downs goes at number 33 here. So you're not going to be able to take him this time around. No, got got scooped up from me. Daywan Jones goes to the Colts at number 35. I think that's interesting. Another wide receiver in Jordan Addison goes. Nathaniel Dell goes at number 39 here, which I find interesting because he was my third round pick okay. from the last draft. And I do think that he's a very good... I, I think he's going to rise. Like, I would be... I want the Saints to take him in the third round, but I would be surprised if he's there. I think that he's going to he's gonna go a lot earlier than people think. But when he went to the Panthers at number 39, so the Saints are on the clock at number 40, and why don't you tell me about your pick? We're going with South Carolina corner camp Smith, uh, like the addition that maybe could fill that slot corner need for this team and uh, just the position that you, I feel like, you know, anyone will tell you, you, you never can have, a, have enough corners in this league. And I know the Saints are pretty stocked there. But I felt the value was pretty good. Um, even with, you know, another guy, even with the guard right after him and a Steve Avila from TCU coming up next, there was a little bit, I'm not going to lie, temptation to do a double, double up on guards, a double on guard. But I, I know that really the Houdat Nation would have really flipped their lids with me on guard, <laughs> on guard. Yeah, that, that, that's tough. I mean, how many guards do you need? <laughs> right. That's the question. Well, I mean, how many just the injuries that we've seen pile up with this team made me kind of think about it for a second at least. The answer is more than they have right now. <laughs> and so adding two wouldn't be the end of the world, right? Yeah, like you just, it's just quality depth. Uh, anyway, but I, I, I understand what you're saying. There. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Moving on, you know, I'm just going to kind of go through. So Luke Musgrave at 47 is interesting. A tight end who could easily go in the first round if someone falls in love with him. Tanner McKee goes to the Packers, who just continue to draft quarterbacks. See Sam Laporta, another interesting tight end, goes to the Dolphins in the 50s. Then we have Siaki Ika going to Baylor. I'm sorry, Siaki Ika from Baylor going to the Cowboys at 58. It's an interesting one. Jameer that's, Gibbs. That's a name that's really frustrated, too, the, the guy from Baylor, Siaki Ika. And he was yeah. someone even, I think, early on, uh, I was debating between him and Mozzie Smith and my Mach 1.0 of where to go there. Uh, but his his stock kind of seems to have tapered off a bit. Yeah, I think he's a solid second round pick. That, day yeah, one dude, huh? Still working on it, yeah. Uh, Jameer Gibbs goes to the Lions at number 55. You know, it's obviously they, they moved on from Jamal Williams, but they did add David Montgomery. So that's an interesting one. Andre Carter to the Jaguars. Isaiah Foskey to the Bears at number 61. And moving on to the next one, this will you be. You had Foskey as a second or third rounder. For I had him as a second rounder okay. in the last mock draft. Yes, so that's about the same space. Yeah. So, uh, Darnell Washington, tight end out of Georgia, goes one pick ahead of the Saints. That would be a bummer if that's what happens. Because I think <laughs> if you can get your hands on him in the third round, that's a really interesting pick. Zach Charbonnet is another interesting guy for the Saints. He went <laughs> to the Bears at number sixty-four, and we're getting there. John Michael Schmitz, great center name out of Minnesota. Definitely. Goes, to the Broncos at 68. So 
We are at 71. A guy named Jalen Hyatt, who the Saints brought in, is still yes. on the board here, which is interesting. If they really are interested in Jalen Hyatt, they could have gone with him. I also haven't seen Hendon Hooker come off the board yet. No, he's but still in there. You went for neither of them. Tell me who you picked. Yeah, I was uh, still, I guess, thinking about that running back position, and a guy like Devon A. Chain pops up, Texas A&M, completing my SEC run here in this uh, mock draft 3.0. I uh, think he'd be a fantastic compliment for a Jamal Williams uh, because obviously we we know that Alvin Kamara is going to serve a suspension at one point. I think A-Chain is the biggest concern is his size, but man, that speed is something you can't teach. And I think in this offense, they find a way to use him properly. And like I said, a compliment with Jamal Williams, your bruiser along with this, you know, A-Chain in space would be a, a really nice one-two punch for me. That yeah, is interesting. Uh, Hendon Hooker goes to the Falcons <laughs> at seventy-five, so that's an interesting one. If you didn't pull the trigger and the Falcons did, that's kind of that's kind of fun. Dwayne McBride also goes. Uh, Kendry Miller goes to the Washington Commanders. I still want to call him the football team at ninety-seven. That might Corey, be a better name. Corey Trice goes to the 49ers at ninety-nine. Is another player the Saints brought in. Eli Ricks, who was one of your mock draft picks last yeah. time, goes to the Raiders at number one hundred, and then Tulane linebacker Tory. Dorian Williams goes to the 49ers at that, that third round. So just to just to recap, Steve, didn't see Tajay did not go in this just mock at all in the first three. Didn't seem so. No, I didn't see his name. That's surprising actually that Dorian would go ahead of Tajay, I think. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Tajay's gone by the end of third round, but if he's not, and the Saints might be able to get him in the fourth round, I think that's a, interesting. But you did already take a running back, so it kind of solves that problem. Yeah, the with the with the running backs, I, I don't expect it to be a one person fix, but I don't expect them to to draft that guy. They've had so much success with the undrafted market; they'll probably mine a few few guys to bring in from from there after the draft. But I I would say tight end and running back. I don't see there's any way they don't end up drafting at least one each in this in this draft yeah it's hard to believe they'd spend two <laughs> draft picks on a, on running back right, but it's yeah. also hard to believe they don't spend any <laughs> but just to recap so number 29 you went osiris torrance the guard out of florida at number 40 you went cam smith the cornerback out of south carolina and at 71 you went devon devon i think it's devon, devon A-Chain, yeah, A-Chain. the running back out of texas a&m so that's a, that's an interesting little lineup I think this is a much more rea- realistic. Um, <laughs> you prove more. Yeah, no, and I think I think Cam Smith is an interesting pick. I don't like. I think people will look at the Saints' cornerback roster and say they're not going to draft a cornerback in the second round because they don't need one. Well, all you have to do is go back to last season mm-hmm. and look at the Alante Taylor pick and say the Saints will draft a cornerback in any season. I don't care what their status is in terms of roster depth. They are always willing to add a cornerback if they identify him as as someone they really like, right? It's what happened last year with Taylor, and it's like if that's what happens with Cam Smith here, I, like I don't know if Cam Smith is the is the guy, but just the idea that they won't draft a cornerback in the second round this year, you are wrong because they definitely will if they identify that guy. And I don't know. I mean, Sean Payton obviously being a quarterback guru. We didn't see him attack the draft and get a quarterback every year. But I mean, that that is I was going there just because Dennis Allen's, you know, specialty forte is in the secondary. So I definitely feel he'll be adding corner safety or even both. I mean, I think 
in in previous years, you might have had to over. It's it'd be tough for the defensive <laughs> coordinator overrule Sean and say, "I know you really like this player, but I want a cornerback right now. Give it to me." And as the head coach, I think you have a bit of more sway to be like. Yeah, okay, we're going to take a cornerback here. I know we don't need one, but we're going to take a cornerback here because he's that good, right? So I, I do think that's interesting. Yeah, uh, DA's the man in charge now. Yeah, so we'll, part of the benefit of being that coach. Exactly, right? I can get whatever I want. But that's what yeah. I guess was surprising. You went both offense in the round one last year, and everyone was like, oh, what? we got a yeah. defensive coach. Maybe that was his concession so that this year he can t- send all seven picks on defensive line. Anyway. Uh, Cam, Cam Jordan would definitely appreciate it. <laughs> he, he probably would. All right, let's wrap that segment up. We're going to come back with my mock draft. And uh, spoiler, I definitely cheated. And uh, it's going to be a little different. It's going to be a little different this time around. I got I got, a little, I got oh, a little, I'm interested. You I got, I my interest. I won't look crazy. Um, but all right, this is Inside Black Gold. I'm Jeff Nowak. He's Steve Geller. Stick around. Stick around.